time is 9 a.m. Nick. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and you are uh, Nick Sands. I am. Nick and Sands. you are the artistic director of Remy Bumpo Theater. Right. Nordic Which has State. been around for a long, long time. 21 years, yes. So have, have you been there all that time? Not all that time. I've been there since 2000, so, uh, so 18 years. But, uh, and I took over the company six years ago, so as the artistic director. It so. sounds like you could take it over. Well, <laughs> one tries. Notice uh, Katie's voice is starting to sound like, <laughs> like our guests. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I, I do it with it all the time. Don't worry. People suddenly go, oh, I should be speaking like Nick. There we, we, are, so. <laughs> we were talking. He's an actor. He could have any that's voice right. he wants. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. We were talking about accents before we started. I hope I don't uh, no, Feel free. Just feel free. I'm used to it. And he could talk Chicagoese if you want him to. Yeah, if we need to go there. <laughs> So, Nick, you guys have, have opened uh, a pretty critically acclaimed uh, new play right. called Hang. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to have you, a guy, here because one of the one of the hallmarks of this particular production is how it's run by women. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so very... tell us about what the play is about and why you ended up with the artistic team being all women. Ooh, the play is called Hang by Debbie Tucker-Green, who's a great black British woman writer. She's a big, big name in England and really not known here. Uh, this is the third of her plays that have been done in Chicago. Um, and this is the U.S. premiere of this particular show, so we're very proud of doing that. And it was done at the Royal Court originally. She's got another play done at the Royal Court right now. She's got another one on that season next year, so she's a big name in England. Um, and she's a fascinating uh, writer. She writes like poetry. That's how she started. And the play, even on the page, looks like poetry. And there's... Uh, um, the way she uses language is very inflected from her Jamaican family roots and, and uh, that side of British culture. And so when I found the play, uh, I read it immediately, fell in love with it, um, and had our company read it, uh, it felt very important that we had a woman at the head of it. So I had Kira from, great uh, young director in town, to head it up. Uh, virtually the whole team it was uh, women. Uh, one of the characters could be cast. The main character, uh, they've just got numbers, one, two, and three. And the main character is uh, a black woman, uh, and that's designated in the script. But number two could be cast with a man or a woman. And working with Kira, we decided, let's make this specifically about female experience. And I think that's made the play stronger. Um, but what Kira did, which is lovely, one and two are bureaucrats. Um, you can cast them uh, in, with any sort of... Uh, uh, nationality or ethnicity, uh, we decided to cast them as both uh, white so that there is very much uh, a discussion about racial uh, communication becomes part of the play. Um, three is a victim of, uh, it's like a police procedural, it's a mystery, you don't know what's going on. They know why they're there, but they don't explain that, and you pick up the clues as the thing goes on. And she could be a witness, she could be the victim, she could be a perpetrator, you don't know. And gradually you find out uh, that she is the victim of a crime, and she is there uh, for a very specific reason, which is part of the bureaucratic use of justice and retribution and how that works. And as a victim, uh, particularly as a colored woman, she is somewhat invisible and it's how she uses her silence and her words to gain power in the room. So for us, it's an unusual play for Remy Bumpo to do because we tend to do classics, modern classics and Stoppard and Shaw and Albee and all those things. But it's about the amazing power of words right now. And for me, that's really what's currently in the culture and how people have, you know, with a culture that's now interested in things like microaggressions and because particularly American culture, I think um, it tends, we tend to forget how words have emotional power and how just the shifting of one word uh, can shift a whole room in the way people use words. And I think 
Uh, that's the power of theatre to do that. That's all we're responding to. Um, and I think this is what this plays about. It's a it's a fascinating and sort of tense eighty five minute no intermission. You don't get out of that room with those I, three people. I was just going to say, given the cloaked nature of the story and and who's doing what, right. is the in audience attention more intense? One of the things I love to say at the beginning of any of our plays, uh, you, could, you know, you'll hear the voiceover sort of, and at the end of it, I'll say, sit forward. <laughs> you know, because I don't want people to sit back. Why are you in a room? Why are you in live theater if you're not sitting forward to be in the conversation? And this is God, one of those you're plays a pushy that just sort of, guy, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I, you know, I tend to say, no, why are you here? It's about the experience. And particularly with a play like this, which just puts you, I mean, we've, we're doing it, the play is pushed forward, the scenic designer pushed everything, so they're right up close to you. And there's one door, and no, you know, no, no the, the main character. No yeah, I words. mean, the three doesn't leave. She's, she comes in at the end, she's still on the stage at the end. Wow. You know, no questions are answered, they are expanded, you know, so that at the end of it, all the issues that it brings up, without saying this is about something, it's about how you experience that same interview. And so it's a really fascinating piece. And, and I think Sounds it uses language in a whole new way for people to experience the theater. It doesn't sort of say, here are the rules. It says, there are no rules. <laughs> like, like, like a normal day in your life, there Indeed. are no rules. You've got to work out what's going on. So in a week where our national discourse is revolved around words like slimeball, um, yeah. how do you as an artistic director of a theater company that's so much involved with looking at language, mm -hmm. um, how do you respond to our current environment? I cringe. <laughs> I mean, but, but also it, I, I love the fact that people are now, particularly with social media and the way words get pushed out, words become the, the tools for us to actually examine how power is being used. And I think, you know, those, those, we, should, we should be allowed to have our emotional responses to, you know, how those words strike us um, and share those and talk about those words because they are being used casually as if that's okay. And you go, no, it's not okay in anybody's uh, word to actually just insult people. <laughs> And then expect that to be how we go through the world. I mean, it, it, people are allowed now, and I think that's great that, that with the Me Too movement, with the Black Lives Matter movement, everything is like, no, words matter. Those, those, those become part of the discussion about First Amendment rights, about freedom of speech, about where does hate crime land and where do destructive use of language happen just as much of, uh, as creative use of language. And I think that's, that's a fascinating cultural debate in a culture that has championed silence for so long. I mean, in the, I think it was Time magazine that mentioned, you know, when it chose the, the cultural icon of, uh, of American culture for the 20th century was the man with no name from <laughs> the good, the bad and the ugly. A yeah. man who doesn't say anything and he stands for American culture. And you're going, I think there's something wrong here. Oh, something missing. I'm just going to shoot you. I'm not going to say anything. Um, as opposed to somebody who expresses their feelings or somebody who is actually erudite. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're electing people because they sound like the man in the street as opposed to they sound like they have an intelligence enough to run the local government or the government or anything like that. So language is distrusted here. And that's also a dangerous thing. God, I'm 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 getting depressed by the turn of this this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, no. So Come I'm, I'm going <laughs> to ask about uh, being part of the uh, often called vibrant and wonderful theater scene mm. in Chicago, and how that feels to be part of it. How do you? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's a competitive market, and as, as all markets should be to a certain extent, it's also a great dialogue. I think people come to this city uh, from other theatrical um, uh, communities and right. go, wow, 
this is about I mean, we're we're you know next season we're opening up um, with something completely different. We're doing uh, Nick Dear's uh, adaptation of Frankenstein, the one that was done in the Royal National Theatre. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so we're going to be doing, but in an intimate space. Uh, there are going to be three other, four other companies doing versions of Frankenstein at the same time. We're going to do a Frankenstein fest. You know, because Mary Shelley's book is like one of the most important cultural uh, sort of um, central myths that we've now expanded in so many different directions. It's such fascinating. And we'll all be doing completely different versions of the story. Um, And and that's really exciting. So we're working with Lifeline Theatre. And I don't think that would happen in another culture it would be we're all competing for the audience we're no no we want everybody to go and see all four shows that, or five shows that's so fabulous and debate and get a discount at that because you came to ours and and just working with sort of cross advertising and i think that's a wonderful way for a, a conversation a cultural conversation to go well Michael. speaking of the number of shows talk about your play hang how many yeah. more shows are left and yes. how do people get ticks and how do uh, they find out about right. it? Right, we've got two more weeks uh, performing at the Greenhouse Theatre. Uh, you can also go onto our website, www.remybumpo.com. I know that's a weird name. Spell R- that out quick. R-E-M-Y-B-U-M-P-P-O dot O-R-G. Where did that come from? Uh, well, it's the name of two pets originally. Okay, thank you. That right. was that yes. was short and sweet. Yeah, you what, kind, what were they? Dogs, <laughs> well, they're a dog and a, dog and a cat. The founder of the company. Um, we allow dogs in the rehearsal room because it makes us more human. It makes stops people being divas. It stops people being sort of throwing tantrums because pets are in the room, and that is tells you a little bit of how we try to do business. That's sweet. Yeah. All right, so it's at the uh, it's the Greenhouse Theatre Green- Centre for two more weeks. Ten more shows. And the Greenhouse is on Lincoln Avenue. Right. Uh, at and we have obviously this weekend too. So there's twelve more shows. Shows. Um, yeah, it's a great show, great cast. Come and check it out. It's a it's a really unique thing. You will go away talking about this for a long time. Well, Nick Sands, wonderful to have you. Pleasure and to be here. I'm really grateful I did not slip into the accent as much as I might have. <laughs> well, I talked a lot, so nobody That's had any good. time. You, That's good. You, you covered us there. Uh, <laughs> congratulations on your long and successful run. Thank and, you. Uh, Good luck with this um, this show. I hope to get to it myself. Please do. Yeah, yeah let I us know when you want to come. I was hoping yeah. to get there before I talk to you, but <laughs> you did all right. At, at least yeah. Lynn did. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. Bless your heart. Thanks for coming down. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All Thank right.